today, the court has ordered the release of the redacted version of the Mar-a-Lago affidavit. The Biden administration denies student debt forgiveness will increase inflation because they are completely economically illiterate. And we get an exclusive from Alex Rosen of Predator Poachers. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today joined by Jakub Williams, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line and uh, also John Doyle, Blaze TV contributor and host of Heck Off Commie, or so I'm told. It's true. When was your latest, when was your last video, John? Oh boy, that would have been uh, about four months ago. Really? But there's something coming out very soon, so don't even worry about it. What's it about? I, I wouldn't want to, you know, they you waited this it. long. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you why, don't want to spoil, spoil it. it. Exactly. Right, so right, of course. We, we have an understanding. Absolutely. Um, so <laughs> the judge, so this is how the show works. We tape this about, I don't know, an hour and a half before it actually goes to air. And uh, we're sitting here and we're like, all right, the DOJ submitted uh, the redacted Mar-a-Lago search affidavit to the judge for possible release and um, we're set to talk about the story and then like 20 minutes before we came out here, uh, it broke that the judge has ordered uh, that this affidavit that was submitted be unsealed with, of course, the redactions, uh, and it will be released by tomorrow, they say. That is, of course, as of the time of this taping. Um, I think that we, let's set our expectations here for a second, okay? I think that we probably should expect very heavy redactions on something like this. So I think that if people think for one second that uh, the DOJ and the FBI are planning to be transparent in this matter and not try to use redactions and hide behind them, I think that you're setting yourself up for uh, very, to be very disappointed uh, if it, this is released tomorrow and you read it. But um, look, this is very important in this ongoing Mar-a-Lago uh, searching and search warrant saga because it will have to show the reason for the search warrant and why it was actually issued in the first place. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens, but I mean, I think we need to look no further than the FBI and DOJ's insistency that it not be released uh, in order to understand that there's something that stinks really, really badly when it comes to this. Uh, and hopefully we find out the truth, but I, I just don't have high hopes um, when we are dealing with all of these alphabet agencies within the government, the bureaucracies, the deep state, it don't typically hold out much hope that we're going to get transparent answers. But uh, we will at least get some sort of red redacted affidavit tomorrow. Yeah, look, it's so funny. The American people, they're demanding this affidavit, right? And the search warrant. Well, let's just backtrack. Reinhardt, the guy who signed the search warrant, is now the guy who's asking for the affidavit that's been redacted to be released. So it's so convenient. Of course, Reinhardt is going to ask for this to be released. They have to release something to the American people, but it's going to be super redacted. It's going to tell, I expect it to tell you absolutely nothing. Yeah. It'll be a goose egg because the very guy that signed the search warrant for them to enter the former president's home is the guy who's now sitting with the document saying, sure, 
I will release this to the people. Come on, are you kidding me? They're still running in the same circle. It's still the same posse that's managing the situation. If you really want to do something like this, you do a double blind, you get a third party outside judge, you bring someone completely unrelated in and say, look at this, should we release unredacted or redacted? You don't ask the guy to decide that signed for the search warrant. Reinhardt is compromised. He's been compromised. Mm. Mind you, the same Reinhardt that was Epstein's Reinhardt. Right. And so, so, no, I don't think we learn anything from this. And if we do, maybe a little misdirection. Yeah, and through this action, they'll just be able to double down on their whole narrative by saying the reason it's redacted mm -hmm. is because the information within it is so mm -hmm. secret. If it were leaked to the public, it, it would compromise our national security. Yep. They're trying to paint Trump as this, like, cartoon villain of, like, you know, he's gathering all this information to, like, take over the world. And Trump... And I love the guy, but he doesn't really know that much about political power. I mean, it's not like if he had just a certain set of documents, he could like rally the necessary people within the institutions to like take over the government. He just really couldn't do that, which maybe is not good news, but he just really couldn't pull that off. But that's how they're trying to paint him so that they can justify more legal intervention and maybe even an indictment to prevent him from running in 2024. Isn't it so wild that they constantly uh, simultaneously paint Trump as like the the biggest dummy of all time, but also some mastermind supervillain. Yeah. I feel like they should pick one. Yeah, I, I wish that he were a mastermind supervillain, to be honest. <laughs> you don't think but he's playing like 8D, 10D chess? I think no? he is in a lot of ways that people don't often give him credit for, but with this, mm -hmm. I, I don't think so. Yeah. Look, he, they want him to be the Lex Luthor, right? They want to paint him as Lex Luthor, and then at some times they want you to believe that he's Batman. You know, that he's, he's got this mad following when he shines the light they're all going to show, which is true, but I'm with you. Look, he is a very, very shrewd, wise businessman. Mm -hmm. And he looks at everything as a bit, just read the art of the deal. He lives, that's his life, yeah. by the way. Yeah. That could have been an autobiography. He is that. I've had the privilege of being in Trump Tower and watching the organism work. It is a machine. Mm -hmm. They're smart over there. Yeah. They really, remember, they ran their own campaign. He did not hire outside firms. It was him and his family and, and, and the, the Trump Hotel Group folks that ran his whole campaign and won the presidency. They're smart. Yeah. They are smart. It's going to make me cry. Okay. It's just such a great story. I mean, he descended from the golden escalator in Trump Tower and he did it. He destroyed the Clinton and Bush establishment. Oh, man. What a story. Well, yeah. while John is uh, composing himself over there, I want to go to uh, yesterday. Peter Ducey repeatedly asked White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre who exactly is funding the student loan forgiveness because, you know, as they announced, they are going to forgive $10,000 in student loan debt to all of these Lucky people who happen to qualify at the moment, uh, up to 20000 for some Pell Grant recipients. And so everyone's asking the question, how is this going to be paid for? Are the taxpayers going to pay for it? Is some big corporations going to pay for it? How is this going to be paid for? White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, uh, unsurprisingly, does not have an answer for that watch. Here's what we have done. Here's what here's a lot about how much it might cost, it might not cost. Who is paying for this? What we are saying is the the work that this administration has done, the work that the Democrats in Congress has done, is actually there. And you see that the 1.7 trillion uh, deficit in deficit uh, deduction that you see is is going to benefit us in being able to do something for the middle class, I to do something just, for the middle class. But when you when you forgive. 
dead. You're not just disappearing dead. So but, who is paying for but, this? And then I'll give you the second part. We Great. lifted the pause, right? We're going to lift the pause uh, at the end of this year, which is going to matter, right? Which is going to offset uh, a lot of what, what we're doing as well. We're doing in this a way that keeps to the president's promise on giving people who need some breathing room. Who needs some breathing room. I just, I just laid out, I just laid out for you. No, Peter, I just laid out for you how we're seeing this process. No. I didn't hear at all who was going to pay for it. I heard a lot of flowery language about how great things are in the Biden economy, even though uh, all you have to do is walk outside your door. Oh, no, wait, you don't have to walk outside your door. You can just look at the credit card bills that are coming in uh, in the mail and see how much more you're paying for groceries and gas and all of the things that you have to pay for uh, and feeding your family. But um, I don't know. I guess we're are we just we're just going to Thanos snap the uh, the debt. It's just gonna, do you remember? Poor man's peppermint patty. How yeah. how we almost miss we, her now. We thought it couldn't get any worse. Huh? We miss her now. And now. Listen, oof. I've never seen anybody sell vomit as a brownie <laughs> like that woman, okay? That is the biggest load of cat vomit I've ever heard in my life. Look, there is no such thing. There's no forgiveness. There's no free lunch. Here's what's going to happen. The guy who never went to college, who works as a plumber, working his butt off and earning a good living. He's going to pay for it. That's who's paying for this. Every single American that didn't rack up the debt, that didn't have the golden spoon, that didn't get the scholarship, lost the scholarship because they did who knows whatever. That's who's going to pay for it. America, you need to know you're paying. This president, she's saying, are we going to deliver on the president's promise? Oh, yeah, you are. The promise is just stealing from the American people. He will deliver on that promise every single day of the week. I promise you. So, John, I want to I want to get to you, but I want to play one more clip here also of, uh, you know, the greatest affirmative action failure of all time. Karine Jean-Pierre, who um, also claimed somehow that student debt would actually reduce inflation. Do the mental gymnastics on that one. Watch. That's why the Economic Policy Institute has said that that claim that canceling debt is infl inflationary is profoundly off base. And the Roosevelt Institute has even has gone even further uh, to say that a deal that canceled student debt and restarted payments would reduce inflation. Taken together, the actions the president announced today are not only economically responsible, they will provide real benefits uh, to families. Okay. Well, I'd just like to point out that uh, Jason Furman, who was the chair of Obama's Economic Advisory uh, Council, called student debt relief gasoline on an inflationary fire. Yeah, you can't spend your way out of inflation, you know. Young John Doyle in his AP Econ class, he knew this. Mr. <laughs> Wagner, if you're watching, thank you for making me more intelligent than our economic advisors. But it's just so sad, too. I think I read somewhere that the average tax burden that the average taxpayer is going to incur because of this is something like $2,000. Now, I could almost accept this if it weren't so insulting such that do you really believe that the average college student who's going to have some of this debt relief has received $2,000, let alone however much their cumulative debt is, worth of intelligence or education? They haven't. And you can talk to very brilliant people who are even pursuing some of these more silly degrees that we laugh at, and they at least have interesting things to say. Or you can talk to people who are more or less average, who are pursuing fields that maybe we would have a little bit more respect for. And what you really learn is that like the whole college system is just set up to fail because what was an institution that was supposed to capture 
and then refine and curate brilliance is now something where you're telling very frankly mediocre people that they can basically purchase their way out of being mediocre. It reminds me almost of what they say about the Catholics with purchasing indulgences and things like that. And so now you have people who are average IQ getting master's degrees and PhDs in these ridiculous fields and thinking that it's somehow going to contribute to the economy or contribute to the country, and it's not. And then you've got, like Yako said, the plumber who's going to foot the bill for that. And it's mm -hmm. like, you're not doing anything. And then even more, you're not doing anything, and we have to pay for it. It's so insulting. You know, Sean Hannity, and Sean has been a little, you know, a little slower lately, but he's been on fire in, in last night. He showed Yale and Harvard average a $52 billion endowment mm -hmm. that brings a 33% return on money. Wall Street can't, I mean, they can't give you seven. So as long as schools are making a 33% return on an endowment while getting government subsidy, mm -hmm. while now you have a president that's just forgiving debt. It's not just the 10,000. It's the government subsidies that you got to tack on to it. It's the endowments. You got to add it all up at mm -hmm. the end of the day. It's like, it's not just the 700 billion that we're now going to go print again, you know, or the 40 billion to the, we promise you it's the only 40 billion to the Ukraine. No, it's not. We're still sending money. It's a printing press in this country. Uh, and, and I don't see an end to it under the, I mean, watch them wrap this up. He's already talking about taking it from 10,000 to 20,000. Mm -hmm. He started talking about that today. Well, yeah, I mean, th this is how they do it, right? Slowly and incrementally, they move towards what their radical goal is. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't at least play Joe Biden himself being asked the question, uh, what about the, uh, if, wh why is it fair? Is it fair to the Americans who already paid off their debt or who perhaps didn't take on the debt in the first place because they were trying to be responsible? And I, I'm not sure what to make of his answer, probably because it doesn't make any sense. I'll let you watch. Is, the president, is this unfair to people who paid their student loans or chose not to take out loans? Is it fair to people who, in fact, uh, do not own the multi-billion dollar businesses if they see why these guys give them all a tax base? Is that fair? What? What do you think? What about people who pay their loans, though, struggle to pay their loans, and now others don't have to? Is it fair to kangaroos that leopard geckos eat crickets? What do you think? Hmm? What do you think? Oh, I love this girl. <laughs> I made about as much sense. I don't, more. I don't, I still, I, more. I'm like, okay, I understand that you guys are completely economically illiterate, but I, I that, what? What do, I don't, I still can't even understand what he was even trying to equate with that. Yeah, he, he's been doing this too for his entire career, and we forget that he's always just been very off-putting and just says like ridiculous things, and uh, now that he's becoming more mentally, um, uh, Maybe obstacled. He is, uh, he's slipping up Obstacle. more often and is providing know. some really good content. So even though like we're declining, it's at least somewhat enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, all right. We've got much more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So uh, look, Patriot Mobile is putting their money where their mouth is. They're like us. They share your values. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, um, but they are on the front lines. They are taking a portion of the money that they are receiving from you, all of their customers, and they are donating it to causes like fighting for pro-life organizations. Uh, a lot of the, all of the Supreme Court wins that we just had uh, this past term was because of Patriot Mobile and the money and dedication and energy that they put into fighting for our constitutional rights. Stop giving your money to Big Mobile, who is 
quite literally doing the opposite, okay? And go to patriotmobile.com slash news. They've got plans for everyone. It's very, very, uh, very cost-effective. And you know that you are supporting a company that shares your values. You can use offer code news to get free activation. That is patriotmobile.com slash news, patriotmobile.com slash news. We covered the story yesterday. Alex Rosen of Predator Poachers uh, had caught a trans-identified pedophile who wanted to meet up with a nine, six, and one-year-old uh, for sex. Now, I want to get into a little bit more details of this, not because it's fun to talk about, but because it's necessary. But I do want to play for those of you who may have missed it yesterday. Uh, here is the clip from yesterday showing this encounter. Watch. Cameras are for your safety, okay? I got your messages here that I need to talk to you about, okay? Yeah, I do. All we want to do is have a conversation, okay? So it says, it's explaining predator hunters in Berkeley, California confronted, as I told you, a trans-identified pedophile who wanted to meet up with these nine, six, and one-year-old girls. Uh, the adult, of course, had spoken to a decoy who was presenting Look, as I, I think uh, we both understand guy. the implication of these messages, okay? All we want to do is have a talk. This is to a nine, a six, and a one-year-old. When, when stuff is said like, when stuff is said the one-year-old can learn how to get touched, the one-year-old can do things that needs to be addressed. And we also have you sending child to little kids. I mean, well, if you guys come up with cameras, we're harassing you, okay? So cute that they think leave me alone is at all. It's like, oh, oh, leave you alone? Okay, like you were not gonna do to those little kids. That's great. Um, by the way, uh, Berkeley police did not arrest or follow through with anything whenever they were brought uh, to the the location. So, <coughs> so that was what we covered yesterday. Um, we've got some text messages to go over, but I wanna bring in, uh, in order to help us do that, founder of Predator Poachers, uh, Alex Rosen himself. How's it going? Yeah, we're uh, glad that you could be here. So Damn. I wanna go through this, but I want you to explain to everyone what it is that, that you guys do. So it's like the show to catch a predator, but I like to say like we get the sicker ones because instead of posing as like 15, 14, we always pose as 13 and under. Typically we pose as 11 years old online as a little girl. And uh, in this case, we're posing as two nine-year-olds online. Um, she attempted to meet one of the nine-year-olds um, who had a six and a one-year-old sister that we kind of made up. And um, these pedophiles from across the country message us and we ask where they're from after stating our age. And we use a very young looking photo. We either use photos of adults from when they were actually around 11 or 12 or altered photos on this app called FaceApp to mm -hmm. make anybody look like a kid. Mm -hmm. And they already assume we're young, but we tell them our age just for extra evidence. And um, we ask where they're from, they say a location, we always pick a city close or their city. And these people have in their mind that there's a little girl that's in their area and they act accordingly. And this individual here, um, Sophia Westfall, um, she was messaging who she believes to be two nine-year-olds and she attended to meet one of them along with her six-year-old and one-year-old sister that she wanted to molest all three of them at a park uh, and then walk back to their apartment and actually do the deed. And um, what we do is our goal is to get their confession on camera. It happens like 90 to 95% of the time. But this, in this case, um, whoever it was was smart enough to not talk to mm. us and kind of like threw a tantrum, played the victim. Mm. And um, yeah, then we turn over the evidence to police with ideally the messages, um, uh, their confession on camera and everything. And then we end up going to court. 
So, so in this particular instance, you had at least this uh, these text messages between this pedophile. I guess for legal purposes, I need to say alleged pedophile, but mm -hmm. we 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 can see it right here. Okay, right. Uh, she, he, it, whatever says. Well, you know, I love young girls. I'm just excited thinking about how fun it could <clears> be to play in bed with both of you. And uh, the decoy, I uh, assume, says, he, he. I have another sister, but she's probably too young. She's only one. LOL. Uh, the it says, that doesn't bother me, never too young to start learning. How old is your mom, by the way? Uh, so I, I just, did. why did the police, when they were called, why did they say they weren't going to do anything? Uh, probably George Soros, if you look at the root cause of it. But, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I really don't know. I mean, I knew that we were doing the catch in Berkeley. Like, I consciously chose a place in Berkeley because that was close to wherever it lived. Um, and I, I knew that it wouldn't as, it would be better to do the catch probably in that area, like in somewhere else. But, um, you know, I thought being with what we were sent and who she was going after, um, I thought it would be a guaranteed arrest because earlier in that trip, we had arrests on the spot in California. And, you know, I was aware, like I said, it was in Berkeley, but I even thought they would do something about it because she did transmit uh, child porn to one of our decoys. Not the one that me and Nikki, who helped me with these messages working on, but the other nine-year-old we were posing as, mm -hmm. a guy in Germany. Um, he took her on the app called Telegram, and that's where a lot of these uh, pedophiles, you know, transmit this stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, evidence of that. And, and you're, you're showing the police evidence of all of this. Yes, yeah. of like, you know, showing that we, she did send photos, right. you know, with that stuff. Right. And then, um, of course, the messages, you know, I printed out the messages that I texted on. And, you know, either of those should be enough, like, right. to arrest on the spot or at least take their phone. Yeah. And at that point, we've never had a predator going after a one-year-old and send that type of stuff. Like, we've had both before previously, mm -hmm. but not, not both at once. Um, until the next month. But um, yeah, at that point, she was the worst we've ever confronted. And um, yeah, it was just horrible. And the fact that the officer was correcting me on <laughs> their pronouns rather than really doing anything about what was sent, because you know they gave, gave Sophia the opportunity to go either trash her phone, try to wipe everything off of there, right. or something. And even if, even if Sophia did that, the messages are still enough for online solicitation. Mm, right. And... Just the fact that no phone was even taken really uh, set me off. And um, uh, my friend Ivory Hecker, she called Berkeley PD saying, like, what happened? And he's, they're like, oh, well, uh, you know, Predator Poach really never followed up with us, and which is BS because I attempted to call again on July 27th to, you know, turn in everything. And um, I got hung up on. Like, they put me on hold, waiting music, then I got hung up on. So finally yesterday, since thank you guys for blowing it up on Twitter, um, I called Berkeley PD again. Everybody, everybody that I talked to there knew about what was going on, mm, and I bet they you did. Know, yeah, so the evidence on my end is turned in, and we're just waiting on the other decoy to turn his stuff in. But well, I um, you, you're going to have to keep us abreast of what's going on there. I do want to to ask you as well. How many times have you been kicked off of YouTube? Oh, um, you know, we definitely ran into some issues. You know what I mean? Um, but. I just have some very, very, I, I just like all the people that post our content and spread mm -hmm. awareness about these people. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I just say I'm not very liked by the leftists, the big tech. Right, because they want to censor you who's going out there and exposing child predators. But I know, Yaku, you can speak to this. They want to allow child pornography um, to continue to be there on platforms like Twitter and such. Oh, it's everywhere there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and they, they don't want to do anything about that. But God forbid you expose a predator for what they are. 
Yeah. So we, we, we started decoying on Twitter like the past month. And a lot of the hashtags these people follow, like they, you know, if you put in this hashtag uh, Dropbox, um, you know, apparently they just post Dropboxes on there. And I'm pretty dang sure what it contains. Um, really? Yeah, because they can't post it directly to Twitter. But, you know, if they post a link, they're huh. good to go. And um, a lot of it's like a whole community on Twitter of maps. Like there's a if they a lot of these people have pizza mm -hmm. in their thing. Like if they have a pizza logo in their bio or emoji, then it's an indicator that they're into, you know, the Pizzagate type of stuff. Right. Right. Well, um, I don't know how you do it and stay sane, but uh, tell everyone where they can find you. Um, you can find uh, our videos on YouTube at Puggy Pug. And um, you can also find us on Rumble, Predator Poachers, Capital P's, No Space. Okay. All right. Well, we appreciate it. And uh, keep really, please keep us informed of what's going on in Berkeley, because we need to make sure that justice is served there. I think it will be. I think it will be. It, it took uh, us lighting a fire under them, but right. I think it will be. Right. Yeah. Well, thank goodness for, uh, for social media and uh, putting pressure on these law enforcement agencies. Yes. All right. Uh, we've got to take another quick break. We do want to thank our sponsor this segment, My Patriot Supply. So when you have the president of the United States, the president of the free world, just readily admitting on camera... Yeah, well, you know, there's there are going to be food shortages. You know you have to be prepared. Now is the time to stock up on emergency food supply from My Patriot Supply. It's going to stay fresh and reliable for up to 25 years so you know that it will be there whenever you need it. Look, we hope that we don't need it, right? I have an emergency food stash. I know Yaku does as well. Yep. I hope that I don't ever need it, but I'd rather have it and be prepared and not get caught by surprise and be hungry. Because I got to tell you, I'm sorry, I love all of you, but if something goes down, you're not coming to my house for my emergency food. <laughs> it's going to my family first. You got to go right. to preparewithnewsmatters.com. You can save $50 when you stock up on a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. That is preparewithnewsmatters.com. Last week, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene proposed legislation that would make giving puberty blockers and performing gender-changing surgery on minors a felony. Uh, it would create the law to, it would be a Class C felony for any person involved in so-called gender-affirming care, which means gender mutilation, surgery, hormones, puberty blockers, anything involving youth under the age of 18 because they are too young to make these awful decisions that will affect them and will be permanent for the rest of their lives. And I'm sure, completely coincidental, yeah. in completely unrelated news, Marjorie Taylor Greene's home uh, has been swatted twice in two days. So the first incident took place uh, Tuesday night. A person called 911 using a computer-generated voice to claim that someone was shot multiple times in her house. The person later placed a second call saying that they were upset about her views on transgender youth rights. Um, and the police say that they are looking into it, but they say that uh, they used a VPN, and so they have been thus far um, unable to locate them. The person apparently identifies themselves as Wayne Green and claims they came out as transgender and uh, possibly shot their family whenever... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, this is the second incident yes. whenever they called and they said, I'm a transgender youth. This is my name, Wayne Green, and um, I've just shot my family. And so they sent them to the home, mm -hmm. swatted her again. Um, and I, I just, 
You know, it's just interesting with as much as the FBI uh, does and as many people as they're spying on and as many phones as the NSA has wiretapped that, um, I don't know, that they just are unable to locate people who do things like this. I ju it just kind of blows my mind a little bit. Yeah, look, it's highly probable that the amount of effort that's going to go into finding this person is going to be very little mm -hmm. because of who Marjorie Taylor is mm -hmm. and what she's doing at the moment, going after something amazing. And thank you. And thank you to the previous segment for anybody who fights against pedophilia and predatory behavior and, and Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene as well. But um, they can absolutely track the person, though, because they can go to the VPN provider and they can serve a search warrant. Yeah, no and, problem and they, serving search they, warrant they, at Mar-a-Lago. They can serve what's called discovery yeah. in a flash yeah. on a company to say, look, uh, a, you know, a representative is being threatened here. And by the way, the guy posed as her son. Mm. He was saying that he's her son. He's a green and he's going to commit suicide and he's going to kill anybody that tries to stop him. But they can't find this guy. But they can search the president's home. They can get warrants for that. Yeah, right. sure. Yeah. Fascinating. I'd like I'd like to try. Uh, Lily, I know you're listening in the control room. I'd like to try to get Marjorie Taylor Greene on next week to talk about this. Um, because it's a, it's, this is a big, look, they're doing it to Tim Pool. This is like the new thing from the left is you don't like someone's views. The Supreme Court justices just, outside their houses. Yeah, ju just yeah. SWAT them. Just have uh, SWAT enter their house and start waving all of their guns around thinking that they're going to find some criminal. Mm. Yeah, and that's the purpose of swatting, too. It's less the inconvenience and more the dice roll that hopefully they get shot. Mm -hmm. Like when they swat somebody, for those unfamiliar, the whole SWAT team shows up to the house and it has killed people before. Mm -hmm. I mean, there have been streamers, uh, whether it's like video game streamers or other, and it starts as like a prank, but then it becomes very serious very quickly. And so now they're using it literally as like an intimidation tactic uh, to try to get people like MTG killed because she's simply saying, hey, Maybe we should make it illegal to like mutilate the genitalia of children. Which, by the way, the only reason that's legal now is because it never would have even occurred to people that this would mm. be practiced in this country. They never thought 30, 40 years ago to be like, hey, you know, we should probably, just in case, make this illegal. <laughs> Most of the laws we're writing right now, nobody thought we'd have to protect yeah, exactly. the five-year-old. And that just goes to show just how much ground we've lost to where now this woman is not only coming out and saying, yeah, we should finally, you know, make this illegal, but see, she's also having her life implicitly threatened because of that. And it's just, it's very scary stuff. I mean, you have to imagine, I, I know that she did an interview where she said, and I completely believe her, that it was like, she she owns some guns, I'll just say. Mm -hmm. And uh, that you would think that that would, be, that would go into whoever's doing this thinking is like, hey, hey, if she grabs one of her guns that she loves so much because someone is entering her house and she doesn't know that they're who it is and why they're entering, she could just find herself in some crossfire. Oh boy. That's yeah, a shame. And, and I don't know if we have time left, but, but yep. this, is where, this is where it becomes so critical, where, where it's a ripple effect, because you do want SWAT to, to show up, John. Right. If someone calls 911 and say, I'm going to kill myself, you, you don't want them to not show up, but you also would like SWAT to understand whose house they're going to. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. for that to happen, there has to be communication within police departments. There has to be a proper police academy that didn't lower the standards, proper protocol, proper training. Oh, that's right, all that is gone. So yeah. now you have individuals, you have miscommunications, the departments don't talk to each other. So it's highly probable that the SWAT team shows up at their house not knowing her profile, right? Yeah. And so you would hope if they approach that house, they still go with the diligence to save a life, but a little more eyes wide open. But so it's tricky though, because you do want them to show up, mm -hmm. but they don't 
to have the training and something could happen. So uh, what the part of this that I find fascinating is uh, just a, a little part in the article about the bill that she introduced that says that she's she's trying she's in the middle of courting more Republicans to support the bill. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yep. She has to she has to court more Republicans to see if they support the bill. Seems pretty cut and dry to me. Yeah, if we were a serious country, we'd be sending SWAT teams to the people who actually support and like perform these types of surgeries. That's right. Like that's the worst thing. That's it. I mean, we've talked so long about how the slippery slope is going to lead to pedophilia. We're even farther than that now. This is worse than pedophilia. And I'm not a parent, but I'm assuming as, as parents, you mm -hmm. could tell me if you would rather, if you had a gun, to, well, you'd probably rather die. But if one was going to happen, either your child be molested or have his or her genitalia mutilated, you would probably pick the, the former. And uh, it doesn't get worse than that. And this, too, at the same time where we're hearing about the, the student debt thing, where they're saying 18-year-old children, well, they can't consent to these loans. They don't know what they're getting into. Right. But minors right. can then consent to having themselves right. neutered. Yeah. Go to BitChute, yeah, Google how the sausage is made, go see for yourself yeah. what they're doing to your kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. look, yeah, and, and man, this is, this is out of control uh, within the Republican Party. Today, if someone says I'm a Republican, I put zero value in the R. Yeah. Zero, yeah. Sarah. Yeah. With what we're fighting every day, it means nothing. It's a path to victory for personal office, right? Mm -hmm. Are you conservative based on a set of values, the word of God, the Constitution. Tell me about that. Mm -hmm. But just saying today you're a Republican, it's worse to have them under in, in your jersey. Right. And on the field, the ones shooting you in the back. Right, right. That's worse. Yeah, yeah. I always believe in uh, cleaning up your own home first before you go judging someone else's. So it's, Biblical. So, it's so gross to The me. only one worse than the enemy is the traitor. Yeah. And uh, with the, the previous gentleman, it kind of opens up an uncomfortable conversation because we've been so solidified into their framework of like, oh, I'm okay with this, but this is too far. If you actually do some honest research as to who's really targeting your kids and molesting your kids, you're going to find some pretty alarming things. And I guess it does call back to the fact that, you know, marriage as an institution was always implicitly for procreation. I mean, why else would you need to stick together if not to make sure offspring have a secure, you know, nest for them yeah. to, uh, to grow up in? And if you concede that marriage can be, you know, Legos, whoever wants to get married to whoever, you can see that man and woman are not actually complementary, made in God's image to, you know, serve a child. And then at that point, if you conceded that male and female have no real roles, they're interchangeable, why then would it be wrong for people to say, well, I actually want to just say that I'm a man and I want to get surgeries. Oh, it doesn't affect me, whatever. And now parents are like, well, Kids shouldn't be allowed to do this, but uh, that's really the problem, is that they might make a decision they regret. No, it's not. That's not the problem. You, if your son came home on his 18th birthday and was like, Mom, you'll never guess what I just did, you would have a heart attack. So it's not because they're going to make a decision they regret. It's because you know it's wrong. It doesn't matter what age it's done. And frankly, this type of surgery should be illegal in all cases, regardless of age. I don't disagree with you. Uh, all right, we've got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Sweatblock. So... Sweatblock is there for those of you who may produce a little too much sweat, like, I don't know, under the armpits, and you go on a date and you're feeling really confident until you realize that you're sweating through your shirt and then it's embarrassing. Don't let that happen to you. You got to try the Sweatblock uh, wipes. They are applied at night and they can last for up to seven days. Uh, yes, that's actually, I, I, I didn't misspeak. They can last for up to seven days. I know this uh, because my husband, I told him about these and he was like, yeah, 
right. Uh, and I don't believe you. We're in Texas in the middle of the summer. That, that can't be the case. No, no, no. He uses it and it works. He uses it all the time now. All right, so you've got to try it. Uh, they've got deodorant as well. They've got it all. you got to go there. It is sweatblock.com. Promo code NEWS will get you 20% off. That is sweatblock.com. Promo code NEWS. Good old YouTube, who, by the way, we love because they are awesome and treat us so fairly. Uh, YouTube has now removed the rule barring claims that COVID vaccines don't reduce the risk of contracting COVID-19. Here is a tweet from Tim Pool, who uh, posted this on Twitter. And he says, essentially, you can now say vaccines do not prevent infection, which is, in fact, really convenient um, for YouTube to admit this in, what is it, almost September of 2022, even though back in January of this year, Rochelle Walensky, the CDC director, who we are told is the end-all be-all when it comes to the science, said, in fact, the same thing, that they do not prevent transmission. But um, you know what? All the times that you guys got demonetized and kicked off and deleted and told you were a conspiracy theorist and all of those things, you don't get a recoup for that. It's just like, I don't know, shame on you for being early to the game that uh, now YouTube has finally come to the conclusion on. Yep. And let's not forget this very show, this very host that has spoken the truth, not from January this year, from when even, may I say, our former president started pushing vaccine, vaccine, mm -hmm. vaccine. Mm -hmm. We always like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. There's no one size fits all remedy. And to your credit, but how many times have YouTube censored segments, cut it off, go see it on Rumble? How many times have your fans and your followers said, hey, can you not yeah. stop this? So, yeah. so, and now all of a sudden, retroactively, you think they're going to come out and say, you know, you were all right. No, it's just like, oops, sorry. <laughs> And how convenient right after Fauci resigns too. How convenient now that they need to win some favor back because the CDC has been finally maybe villainized in the public. Yeah, this is here. Yeah, throw, throw that up on the screen. These are all of the claims now that you won't be barred from saying. Um, and uh, oh, I'm sorry. These are these are these are what they these are what they had mm -hmm. and some of them still have. Um, as the restrictions for what you can't say. These are the new ones, those of you who are watching on video. Um, so, you know, it's just a, a cute little rewriting of history. But again, I mean, I feel really bad about it, but this show got the Blaze, the Blaze TV YouTube account yeah. uh, demonetized for quite some time because of just citing actual studies that disagreed with the science and now here we are in retrospect it's all 100 percent true yeah and it wasn't even crazy either that's what you really have to kind of give people the benefit of the doubt for when they are taking an opinion that is so universally dissenting you have to almost want to hear them out like you must know something that maybe the rest of us don't you must have done your research and as this show proved uh you guys had i don't think i was on at the time and now it is true, well it never ceased to be true, but it is now being confirmed to be true by these people. And this show lost a lot of money for it, and there were huge names that were completely taken off YouTube yeah. because of this issue. And that's how you know that it wasn't just incompetence, it was really malicious, because they're not saying, oh my gosh, we're so sorry. Hey, I think Dan Bongino is one of these guys, can you please come back on our platform? It's just right. like, eh. Joe, but people lost their jobs. Doctors committed suicide for losing their practices. Mm -hmm. 
we talk, this is serious stuff. Okay, yes, it is not good to be demonetized on a network, mm -hmm. but it goes beyond that yeah. because I know personal doctors, champions, who went on Twitter and said, hey, pause for a moment. X, Y, Z, and these guys got not just deplatformed. De That's one thing. They lost their patients. They lost practices, you know, and, and nurses lost jobs. So it's serious. So to just come flippantly and go, oh, you know what? We've now discovered, yeah, you can, you can now say the vaccine does X, Y, Z. It, it's, it's, this is why I say, I hope and I pray, whoever is in the White House next has some kahunas and will go after Fauci and will go after these people who have literally caused millions of people to get either very ill or die, mm. you know, over time. I mean, there has to be some set of consequences. You can't just say, oh, you know what, you were right, Sarah. Yeah, well, and they won't even say, they won't even say that. It, yeah. I mean, it would be one thing if they even did say that. Indirectly, they won't, though. Indirectly, we know it, but yeah. it, it, it would be nice for them to go ahead and admit that. They, no, won't. they won't. They'll just act no. like, no, 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 it's just this new thing that we discovered, and now we're just going to move on from it, uh, and we have discovered it, and that's all that we're going to say the about authority. it. Mm -hmm. yeah. that's, that's all that we're going to say about it. Um, you know, I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't remind people that... We're trying to do a lot uh, here at Blaze TV to get the truth out to you. And we never know when that is going to be just completely shut off, when we're just going to say the wrong thing and it's just going to be completely shut off. And I know that there are a lot of you out there who complain anytime we do have to censor anything and put it uh, exclusively on Blaze TV or on, um, on audio podcast only. And you get very angry. But the truth of the matter is we provide a lot of free content, a ton of free content to you guys to try to get the truth out. But we still have to keep the lights on. So if you would just think about subscribing to Blaze TV, you can save ten dollars uh, if you go to blazetv.com slash news and why and use promo code news. Um, as Yaku pointed out, I'm sorry to toot my own horn, but we've been right about all of it the whole time, the whole time. And uh, it, would, it would be great if, uh, I know it's hard times right now, but if you can support us, we sure would appreciate the support. Sarah, can I just say one thing? Sure. Just, guys, just do a swap. Cancel your Disney account <laughs> and swap to Blaze. Your whole life is going to be We're better. We're probably cheaper, too, And just than put in the news and why, because Sarah, had, you know, we've got to have Sarah win here at the Blaze. But, but honestly, I, just, I, I almost want to sound the alarm and say, what is it going to take? for you to support and you go, Yaku, you're preaching to the choir. I don't know, you may be watching on YouTube. <laughs> Subscribe to the channel. There's amazing content on the network. And this network works so hard. I argue the hardest. Sorry, Wire, but they work <laughs> the hardest here. And I love the Wire. But just subscribe and, and vote with your dollar. Yeah, yeah, we sure, we, we sure would appreciate uh, your support. And we've got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. So. The Department of Homeland Security, I'm saying, let me repeat, the Department of Homeland Security is spending nearly $500,000 of taxpayer money to build a fence around Biden's beach house in Delaware. A uh, Secret Service spokesperson declined to comment on the means, methods, or resources used to conduct our protective op operations and cited the need to maintain operation security. Um, now, as you're processing this, I'd just like to show a photo of the gap in the border wall uh, at, nope, 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 there we go, the gap of the border wall at Yuma, Arizona, 
which let's just give them a little bit of credit. They, they're starting to fill in all of a sudden, but, you know, they're just claiming that they're cleaning the mess up left by Trump. We've got about a minute. Here's what I did. I did a quick calculation for what the fence is going to cost around Biden's home, what he's paying per square foot. It would cost him $300 billion to complete the border wall between Texas and Mexico. You're paying for that man's fence at that rate. So go figure. Yeah, the cost of the wall has been sent to Ukraine by multitudes and only 30 percent of that money is even getting to where it's supposed to be. There's going to be justice. We're going to make America great again. Have you guys seen Thank You for Smoking? Yes. Remember the scene when they've got the guy in the back of the car and they're putting all those nicotine patches on him like you get what you deserve? That's Fauci. That's Biden. But with Moderna, Pfizer, you know, all of these. (laughs) Oh, I like this. See? See? This is why you got to subscribe to Blade. These are the ideas that you're going to see only here. (laughs) Or or it used to be on Heck of Kami. But still. Now here. (laughs) Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.